This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipponi. First and Pod, Super Bowl edition. The MVP has been given out. The trophy has been handed out. Travis Kelsey has cursed on live television. The last of the confetti has fallen. And here we are to talk about what was a great game. It did end with some controversy, uh, which we will get to. I already know that I'm going to be mad about how much discussion officiating gets because an all-time quarterback put on an all-time second-half performance, man. They scored on every drive of the second half. It is the best start to a career in NFL history. He would be a Hall of Famer if he retired after tonight's game. There were brilliant coaching uh, maneuvers. There were surprises based on conventional wisdom. I thought it was a great game that was temporarily marred by a bad holding call, but I did think based on how the Chiefs played in the second half, they deserved to win. Yeah, but let's let's go through this for a second. Yeah. If you are if you are doing radio in Philadelphia tomorrow, are you making that point? Are you saying, look, everybody wants to call in and say we got effed? We got screwed. But I, Danny Parkins, am going to be the one guy who said that it really is not a black eye. This call did not besmirch this game. Because I think it absolutely did. Even if I remove my betting hat. Because what happened for me in this game is there was a balance, like the Lady Justice, where there was my hatred for Philly sports fans and my bet on the Eagles. So it actually made me objective. They canceled each other out. And I don't feel bad for them because I hate the slime and filth that is the Philadelphia sports fan, but they absolutely got screwed. And the reason why I feel so strongly about that is I think even the letter of the law people have a shitty argument, which you're going to hear a million times, slow it down. He grabbed them. It's letter of the law. Anyone who's ever played a competitive sport will tell you what's more important, Danny, than letter of the law is what has the standard been the entire game? And the standard was for that not to get called. That's my problem with it. That didn't get called the entire game. It was the only hold. You're telling me the entire game 
with the Super Bowl on the line with big men smashing into each other at the line of scrimmage, that's the only time there was a hold the entire game. That's preposterous. So, I mean, it, I, listen, in that spot, it was a bad call. I agree with you. And you know when you throw that flag, you end the game. That's the other thing that, ha- that to me, has to weigh into that decision. It's over. You better be fucking right. And Pereira's up there. You know, Greg Olson is a nice enough guy where he's not going to debate him. Pereira's saying it's a good call because what Mike Pereira doesn't want to do in front of 100-plus million people is say, the referee screwed the game. He, he's going to go back to his old officiating Do you really believe it there. screwed the game, though? Yes. See, that was I an uncatchable think... ball. There, that that's well, a... Okay, well, hold on a second. Two, two things can be true. It The call should not have been made, and the Chiefs were driving, and the Chiefs would have scored there. And I know Philly would have had a chance to come back down and score, and that's what we were robbed of. Yes, but, I do not believe that we, we just watched 38 35 in the Super Bowl, an Eagles dominated first half. They had, what was the stat? It was 20 plays run by the Chiefs against 17 first downs for the Eagles at one point. I mean, Pat Mahomes was a spectator, he had an expensive ticket to the game for the first 28 minutes of it or whatever it was. And then they flipped the script in the second half after they no were doubt. down double digits. But if that, if the, if it is done in reverse and the Eagles win the game on that play and they kick a field goal and Mahomes never gets a chance with like a, with two minutes and timeouts down three, the entire football world is saying we can't decide games this way. That's what they're doing. Because we've seen it happen before about overtime. Wait, you don't, I mean, and, you don't think that's about to happen? No, I think it will, but it's, look. It's about to happen, dude. Yeah, but it's not, to me, it's not going to be, it will happen, but it's not going to be as universal as it would be if, like, Brady or Mahomes or somebody like that was deprived of that drive. And I know Hurts played well. He had a great game. Yeah, but it's not like, it's not like depriving uh, iconic an iconic player of a shot at winning a Super Bowl there. That's my take on it. Well, I mean, listen, it. I don't think you have to worry about that call getting discussed a lot. And the review, should it, should it be reviewed? Well, what let, is the let, me, let me ask you this question. If the shoe is on the other foot and Philadelphia has that happen to them, okay? If the referee swallows the whistle and holds the flag, and Mahomes was going to get the ball back with that amount of time down three. Do you think the Chiefs find a way to at least get it to overtime? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about the Eagles? Yeah, 50-50. So, 50-50. when you like, that's why. Dude, I mean, we're, we're in agreement. It's a massive call. I wish you would not have made the call. It was a bad call where I disagree is that it ruined the Super Bowl. I don't think it ruined the Super Bowl. That, and now, and hey, maybe it's because I won the bet. Okay, does it tarnish it? Uh, it's something that I don't think we will talk about in five years. I don't think it's like Don Denkinger in Game 7 of the World Series. I don't think it's like a singularly identifiable, terrible call. Because I think that you can make the argument that it was the correct call. It just sucks that it was made in the wrong spot. This isn't like 
if the Devontae Smith catch to open up the Niners game in the NFC Championship, like that was the wrong call that they got away with something. This was arguably the wrong call. You know, like I wouldn't have thrown the flag. I don't think that replay was particularly damning. Your point about how it wasn't called that way over the course of the game, but he he grabbed him. There was a little bit of a spin. I can see why a ref would make that call. I don't think that they're going to come out and say, you know, that it should not have been called a holding, you know, like a like a last two minute report in the NBA. They won't do that because that'll give fodder. That'll give food to like, they do that. They open up the floodgates for conspiracy theory. Yeah, but in the, okay, there have been Super Bowls with bad calls, bad penalties, but there hasn't been one so late in a game where, for all intents and purposes, it's ended the game. Well, there was this, the the NFC Championship with the Saints when they changed the rule after Right. It. Okay, but that's the NFC Championship game and not the Super Bowl. Okay. but So, so 50 million people watching as opposed to 115 million people yes, watching? Yes, there's a big difference there, Danny. Yes, there is. About between 65 the two. About yes, 65. every American treats this as like their favorite TV watching event of the year. So, yeah. So you, like, you think that this Super Bowl will be remembered for the call? Uh, I think partly, yes. I think what helps, like I said before, is that it wasn't Mahomes who got screwed. I think, like, because it's Mahomes who's on the winning side of things, like, as his legacy goes on, it's just going to get added, like, it's like just a part of his trophy case. And yeah, they caught a break there, but he's such a great player. He's not going to get docked for it. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, you know, listen, Brady gets talked about lucky breaks that he had along the way. Sure. Having having refs always make the call for him or, you know, the tuck rule or whatever. So. But if they had lost, it would be Mahomes is one and two, but his offensive line was in tatters in his second Super Bowl and he got hosed by a bad call at the end of the game. That's what I think people would say. I, I think him. again, I agree with you. I, I I agree that the star player gets the benefit, man. I just it bums me out when this happens. Yeah, of course. I don't want to be having this conversation right now either. I don't. But, but my point is, is that it's also an easier conversation to have. It's it like everybody loves pitchforks, torches. Let's blame the boogeyman of a referee, a side judge, or a back judge whose name we don't even know, as opposed to saying, wait a minute, there was one sack in the entire game. We spent all that time talking about the Eagles defensive line and Pat Mahomes' ankle and four four pass rushers with double-digit sacks and how big of an edge that was for Philly. And they didn't sack Pat Mahomes one time. One time on that. We don't talk we don't talk about how the the Chiefs outrushed the Eagles. Who had that? They outrushed the Eagles. Number one rushing team in the NFL. They outrushed them. Like, that is an unbelievable football development that came out of that game. Jalen Hurts had three rushing touchdowns, set a tied a record with Terrell Davis for rushing touchdowns in the Super Bowl, and was great passing the football. Like, Travis Kelsey had another touchdown in the postseason. The adjustment of Andy Reid with two wide-open schemed touchdowns of the jet sweep motion with Tony 
and with Sky Moore running towards the line of scrimmage, and he passes through on a couple of them. And then when they actually score the touchdown, he like stops on a dime, turns the other way. Eagles don't adjust. Wide open walk-in touchdowns. Like that was a great high-level chess match of a football game. I don't man. disagree with you on that, but like when Scott when Scott Norwood misses a long field goal wide right, like the things that become secondary are Bill Belichick's game plan to slow down the K-Gun offense and say, you can have your yards, Thurman Thomas. I'm not going to let Jim Kelly air it out to James Lofton and Andre Reid all game. Otis Anderson running the ball at will on the Bills defense and then possessing the ball for like 40 minutes in that game becomes lost to the dustbin of history because some guy missed a kick. Like that's what happens in these moments. Like I'm, I, I'm, I don't disagree with you. I don't, but I'm just saying that's that's what people remember from these games. Like that there was one, like, but it cuts both ways too. Like even when it's not an officiating thing, like were there other opportunities in Super Bowl 49 for the Seahawks to win the game before that boneheaded dumbass play sure. at the end of the game? But that's what people go back to. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the worst offensive play call I've seen in a big moment in my entire life. I'll live another hundred years and I won't see anything dumber than them not giving the ball to Marshawn Lynch there. And everything else that happened leading up to that, Danny, is just like, okay. That 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 That's true. And I, so I guess all I'm saying is, is that I don't know that I will think about this Super Bowl as a singular, like as a single play in that type of way. I don't think I will. Well, I, I I don't think I don't think as time passes, I don't think. No, but but, but what you're saying is like yes, I agree. Scott Norwood missing a kick is a singularly defined thing of that game, or uh, the the not giving the ball to Marshawn Lynch, of course. But it was it was the right call. Like it it, it was technically a hold. Spencer just put the quote in. James Bradbury, the corner for the Eagles, just said, it was holding. I tugged his jersey. I was hoping they would let it slide. I don't think that this Super Bowl in oh, five that's years gonna is going to be – That's going to go over great in Philadelphia. I'm sure they're going to want to re-sign him after that comment. Yeah, Way to go, I mean, James. I'm just saying, man, I don't I don't think that in five years we're talking about the defensive holding call. I, th- I, th- I think we are talking about Pat Mahomes, the second half, the second ring, the club that puts him into. I it, It's a part of the game for people that remember the full game flow, but I, yeah. I don't think this is going to be the defensive holding Super Bowl. I don't. I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna be there tomorrow. Like I think I think it's I think people are listening to this on Monday. I think like in the you know the A block of PTI, you know, the the opening segment is gonna be Chiefs win. The second segment is going to be the second topic will be Eagles loss. Third topic will be officiating. You know, like it's it's going to dominate tomorrow, but I I don't think it's going to be something that we ultimately remember. Listen to this, man. Pat Mahomes, five years as a starter, AFC Championship game every year, AFC West Division title every year, twelve wins or more every year, Pro Bowl every year, two Super Bowl wins, two MVPs, two League MVPs, one Offensive Player of the Year, like. This is a he could he could retire right now. I and agree, he's, and he's he would be in the Hall of Fame if he, yeah, I mean, if he, he pulled an Andrew Luck right now. He would be in. 
I agree. I mean, he proved once and for all that he's the best player in the NFL this season. I don't want to, I don't want to come off as a hater and say like that it wasn't a Herculean effort from him in these playoffs with this bad ankle to lead the charge and get the Chiefs through to a Super Bowl. But like he made some really big plays. He made some great throws. The run, he made some huge runs. I was just going to say that run. <laughs> Give me his final stat line for the game, if you don't mind. Do you have it? Up? Do you have it up? Yeah, 21 of 27, 182 yards, three passing touchdowns, a passer rating of 131.8, and he was the team's second leading rusher, six carries for 44 yards. Yeah. I'm not sure if you just gave me – the three touchdowns is obviously a big stat. I'm <laughs> yeah. not so – I was just going to say – I was just going to say, if you tell me he's under 200 passing yards before kickoff, I think they lose. Like, that's part of the – but it was. I mean, I, I obviously agree, but I mean, they, he, they had a five-yard touchdown drive and a defensive touchdown. Right. I want to say he was their best player, and he was a deserving MVP. Like, I think there was more of a discussion about Damian Williams the last time they won than Way there more. is a second Chief in this Super Bowl. So I would have given it to him. He earned it. But it was way more of a team effort by the Chiefs than I anticipated it being. Like, I thought if they were going to win the game – he was going to have to basically be a superhero. I thought he was going to have to be something out of a Marvel comic book movie, you know, like, but he had, they had the Tony, they had the Tony punt return. You had the Bolton scoop and score. You had Pacheco was good. Pacheco Pacheco was, Pacheco was really good. You had their offensive line, not give up a sack. You had, you had their defensive line get penetration on. I mean, I'm going to say something for a second here. Just tell me if you agree with this. I think Hertz might have had a better game than Mahomes. Hertz like, was great. Like, was great. J- j- just individually. And I and like, if you had told me before the game, that Hertz was going to play like he did, I would have expected that the Eagles were going to win. But the like the his supporting cast let him down, big time. Mahomes well, yeah, was I mean, my, my, Miles Sanders. It, honestly, man, the I, I think both quarterbacks played a games. Like I, to be honest with you, I think I think yeah. like, like if you made me pick who was better, it's I, I, it's, I, it's 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 not quite as good as like Foles and Brady. In the Super Bowl, when Brady threw for 500 and Foles was basically yeah. perfect. But yeah, I think like both quarterbacks can walk. One guy's the MVP and is the best player in the league. And the other guy's like, you know what? We lost. But there was this whole discussion about how good I am. He oh. was the only reason why they were really in the game for me. I yeah, thought he was, he was phenomenal. I mean, he had to run 27, 27 of 38, 304 passing yards, one passing and, touchdown, pass a rating of 103.4. And he was the team's leading rusher, uh, 15 carries for 70 yards. And he was the team's leading rusher, Danny, because with, th- with three rushing touchdowns, obviously. some of those that tied the most in a Super Bowl with Terrell Davis. Yeah. A lot of those plays were not designed runs. It wasn't like RPO. He thought the better decision was to just run it, which he did a few times. But it was like their offensive line was getting beat, and he had to take off and run 
to make a positive play. Like yeah, the Chiefs, you know, see, the see, Chiefs I don't, won I don't, the line of scrimmage in this game on both sides of the ball. I right. did not think that was possible. I I was blown away by the Chiefs' run defense. That right from the beginning, Sanders that, fumbled the first play of the game. Yeah, that that it it floored me though because they had not played good running rush uh, offenses this year. So we talked a ton about how like the Eagles weren't really challenged by any of the teams on their schedule for the Chiefs' passing offense, and the Chiefs weren't really challenged by any of the teams on their schedule for the Eagles' uh, rushing offense. And the Chiefs were amazing. But you said supporting Castlet hurts down. Maybe his offensive line, even though they converted all those short yardage ones. I thought well, the Vontes- no, hold on a second with that. You say that the guards false start. That was on, yeah. That pushes them back, and then the next play's the fumble. Right. That is a huge turning point play in this game. Massive one. I just the thought right his pass were good. Devontae Smith was great. A.J. Brown was good. And Dallas Goddard had some an unbelievable yeah. high degree of no, difficulty. You, no, you know what? Yeah, let me amend what I said. They're passing, like, the skill position players in the pass game. Played great. What, what, they, what they really, the thing that they hadn't done all playoffs was what kept them in this game. They had an explosive passing game. Yeah, that's so. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not. It's not the supporting cast. It was what was expected to be. Honestly, the two biggest. Because what we talked about on the two pods ago was when I started the podcast with, I know how the Eagles can win. Let's try to figure out how the Chiefs can win because the Eagles stuff on paper was such an obvious mismatch, man. Yep. Their rushing attack and offensive line against the Chiefs' rush defense and their pass rush. I can't believe it. That's I, I have that right, right? Yeah, the Chiefs were sacked zero times. Yeah. Zero times. Yeah, and there might be like, I would say maybe there were maybe two or three plays where it could have been a sack, but just the the you know the sorcery of Mahomes avoided a sack from happening. That happened a few times. You know, I will like I I feel bad that it took 21 minutes to get to this, but I mean, at halftime, it wasn't a given that Mahomes was even going to come out and look like a stud with what happened right before the end of the half with him, the way he was limping around. And you've got people reporting that Henny's throwing passes there. Like this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 